Hello, my name is Will Brazier and welcome to Middle of the Road. We are a weekly podcast dedicated to football in the Midlands. This week we'll be looking at all the major talking points and bringing you our greatest 11 from the Midlands. Every week I'm joined by a weekly panel, the same panel, and they're here again this week. But this one is back. He was away last time we recorded. It's Josh Mitchell. Hi, Will. How you, are you doing, mate? Yeah, you're invigorated after your rest? Uh, yeah, i got some good answers today. I've been building them up for a few weeks. Okay, quite confident start from Joshy. Ryan Molesworth, freshly back from Newcastle. How are you feeling after a stag do? Not, not so fresh. No, not so fresh. And Matt... Collins off the golf course today with me. Good round? Yeah, lovely. Been soaking up the, the race, so I'm um, feeling uh, very bold. Yeah, bold. you've got a bit of a red face there. Uh, a, a healthy glow. Healthy so. glow, healthy glow, some would say. We start, as we always do, with our ultimate Midlands 11. We're starting with left midfielders. Who wants to start? Josh Mitchell, if you've got some good answers, let's bring him in. Uh, you can start with me, but there'll be no point listening to the other two after. Oh, oh that's what that. we call fighting talk. Yeah. Uh, I've, I've gone for the one and only Laurie Cunningham today, Will. Oh, yeah. thought that's uh, the angle you might be going on. Yeah, everyone's, uh, everyone's heard about him before. Yeah. Uh, he started Is his... he brothers with Kenny Cunningham? Uh, no. No sides. So I might have got confused uh, there. Started his career at uh, Leighton Orient. The O's? He, yeah, where he actually... Uh, he was often late to training. He used to get fined a pound every time he was late. Oh. Uh, so he used to uh, used to go out dancing in the evenings and won plenty of competitions that actually covered all his fines. Did he? What kind of dance was it, Josh? Uh, he used to dance to all soul music. And Did he? Like okay. I've got time for Yeah, that. so while he was at Leighton Orient, he became the first uh, black player to represent England at any level. Very, honestly. Was, uh, under 21s. Yeah. So he was also the first black player to score for England at any level. Wow. Big uh, honest. He did play for them at senior level, but before then, other people had. Yes. Uh, he joined Albion at 21, teamed up with uh, Cyril Regis and Brendan Batson. What they called, Josh? To become the Three Degrees. Three Degrees, that's Ron it. Atkinson dubbed them that after the US Soul Trio. Okay. Yeah. And kind of give them light his soul, as we've previously yeah. discussed. So he was very tricky down the wings, and uh, if you if you look at some of the some footage of him, yeah. the tricks he was pulling out were way before his time. Was he a very direct yeah. winger? Yeah, just, like to get down dan- the line. dancing moves. Yeah, dancing moves. I think yeah. probably helped him. Yeah, nice supple hips. Well. We've had Melberg with supple yeah. knees. Did this lad have supple hips? Yeah, he was quick as well. Get him in a bungalow. Uh, so he was actually the first British player to play for Real Madrid. Was he? Wasn't uh, he? He moved to them for 950000 Which is big, big money, money and old money, as yeah. we always say. Get that on a T-shirt. Uh, and while he was at Madrid, he played with Del Bosque, the current Spain manager. Oh, yeah. Who mm-hmm. recently said he was more gifted than Cristiano Ronaldo. <laughs> big talk. That's uh, big. Del Bosque has looked quite old recently, so perhaps a bit of dementia setting on his yeah. behalf. Yeah, but uh, too so many sangrias. His, his first game for Real Madrid, he came off the subs bench. Uh, he actually said he was there was two black people in the Bernabeu, him and his brother. Bloody hell! And uh, obviously in the all white strip, he would have looked quite striking. Yeah, came out first thing. First thing he did, took a corner uh, over on the right hand side, took it with the outside of his boot. In swinger, honestly, yeah. straight in, straight in, straight in the net. Not straight in the net, but crossed it in that way. Oh, clear, straight yeah. out. <laughs> Counter attack, <laughs> straight, straight, down the straight out of play. Instant substitution, yeah, Cunningham yeah. sold back to but, Boston. So yeah, very uh, Boston Red Sox, Boston United. Very talented. Unfortunately, uh, he's been in, had a few injury problems at Madrid, so yeah, came back to England, uh, played for Man United and Leicester after. Yeah, um, the Foxes. Yeah, and he was also part of the crazy gang that won the FA Cup. Was he? Yeah. Um, after that, he moved back to Spain, Real Sociedad. He 
picked up his fitness again. Um, unfortunately, died in a car crash when he was 33. Right. Too young. Yeah. Laurie Cunningham for you then, Josh. Yeah, very interesting film uh, about him. Well. Yeah, what's it called? Uh, quickly. Things called Black Flash. Okay. Uh, I'll have to watch that one. Is it educational? We'd learn a lot about yeah, Cunningham in yeah. there. And there's lots of footage of him on YouTube as well. Okay, lovely stuff. Uh, Ryan Molesworth, your left midfielder for our ultimate Midland eleven. You may not have, have heard of him, but his name is Alex Govan. Ryan, I'll tell you now, I haven't heard of him. You should. If anyone has, you should. Okay, maybe I need to do some more research. You do. He uh, played for, for Birmingham City in the in the 50s. Yeah. And he's actually the last Birmingham player to score 30 goals in a season. Um, from, well, it was outside left. It was, outside, it was, yeah. It was not, not left midfield. It was outside old money, left, in old in money. Old money. Uh, he scored five hat-tricks for Birmingham, but he was hard-working, had a lot of pace, and from midfield, like I said, to, to score 30 in a season, yeah. not many do that. But um, quite interestingly, a man, man supporting like Birmingham, like yourself, yes, maybe is maybe not sure, maybe you do, at where the original keep right on club anthem and how it originally came about uh, my nan's an avid blues fan and some of the lads have met her and pissed up at a few birthdays <laughs> um, but I wouldn't be able to actually tell you the origins she's maybe put a few suggestions in there well one one story uh, comes from Alex Govan himself okay. who apparently really liked the song yeah and started singing it on the way to an FA Cup quarter final against Arsenal alright um, and it started you know People started joining, interested yeah. in the song, and apparently, obviously, they uh, were successful in making their way to that FA Cup final. And apparently, that's where the uh, the song originated from. With Alex Govan on the bus, got it introduced into the team, and, and then the that fans. got introduced into the, oh, to the fans. So for that reason, that reason, the amount of yeah, that that song is quite big. For, You're kind for of tugging on my heartstrings, there, aren't you? Right, yeah. trying to for that reason, in. he needs to be an outside left. Yeah, Matt Collins. Will outside um, left, left mid, left winger, inside forward, Ram Deuter. Yeah, left winger. Yeah, left winger. And I'm um, going for Anthony Mark. Okay. Tony Daly, as he was known. So. Uh, Tony Daly. Yeah, he was born and bred Birmingham. Yeah, good start. Um, and he joined his boyhood club Aston Villa as an apprentice. Not such a good start. He um, he stayed with them for nine years. Uh, sorry, ten seasons. Ten seasons. Nine years, playing at the highest level. Um, and he. In the early days, he was part of the um, the league championship runners-up that as Villa were, yeah. and also in the 1994 League Cup triumph against Manchester United. Coca-Cola Cup? Yeah. Um, milk. milk. After More spells, milk, mother! <laughs> after his spell at Aston Villa, he then moved on to um, play for Wolverhampton, Warsaw um, and Forest Green. Never amongst double-decker with that, going around on tour and a nice double-decker. I don't no double deckers, and he also made appearances for England's A and B teams. What did they do with the B team? They should bring the B team back. Yeah, they should, yeah. but they should only be people with the surname B. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Will Brazier's got a chance. Yeah. If you see me down the Astro tonight, Bromsgrove School, any scouts watching? Come and come and pick me up. They do. They do still. They had a few years ago. They had a B team. They had a non-league team as well, which like then C. Team, yeah, yeah, that's the C team. They should do a Z team. We might get in there. Yeah. I reckon I've got a good you lads, I reckon you might be in the U team. Yeah. I'm more of a Z player. Cheers, bro. So I right. reckon maybe I'll be in the Y team. No, 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 you'd be in the U, you, maybe a U substitute. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm a Z starter, so that's, a, that's still a compliment. <laughs> I'm trying to get game time, Will, though. Um, okay, maybe a Y starter. 
Right. Sorry, Matt, back to you, Tony. No, Tony I was just going to say he's um, probably best known for a, a goal that he scored in the first division game against Everton yes. at Villa why, Park. Why was it so special? It was right. a spectacular I do, I do flying one. volley. Flying volley? Flying volley. He scored volley. it in a 2-0 win. And um, thanks to the popular football series at the time, Goals Galore, he became known as... The uh, goal actually became known as Daly's Dazzle. Oh, I'm going to try Daly's Dazzle. Did he used to come on the pitch with um, like a sparkly outfit, like Ric Flair would used to wear, and just to take it off? Daly's Dazzlers. No, just his uh, just his crazy haircut. He oh yeah, haircut. we just saw a gl- glimpse we of did. that. We'll yeah. have to put that on Twitter. I wonder if he's still got those pineapples on top of his head. Yeah. Would you ever sport like something like that? A pineapple, like, a bit like Terebo West used to have, wasn't it? Yeah, but with the Jason side shave. Side shave. Jason. Jason Lowe. That's it. That's it. Matt? Yeah, and uh, just to on round final note, he's, he's now still in football, coach at Wolverhampton Wanderers. Oh, lovely stuff. Still nice. in the Midlands. Helping their bid for the playoffs. So I'm going to have to pick a left midfielder, and I'm going to be sensible, because Ryan's pulled on my heartstrings. I'm going to go with Laurie Cunningham. Can I Cheers, Three degrees. Backflash. Backflash. <laughs> Moving on to headlines. Or as we like to call it, Stan Lazaridis. Or I should put this in the running order, game of the weekend. Whatever you call it, it was Wolves 4, Leeds United 3. Watch your headlines. <laughs> Josh Mitchell. Uh, I've gone for Wolves resurrect promotion hopes. Yeah. For those that like the Easter uh, reference there. Okay, yeah, oh, sorry. I thought he'd gone for res erect because of Dicker. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, even now, still lovely shouts all Res-resurrection around. Resurrection for Wolves coming back from the dead, seemingly. Yeah, um, lovely. Back in the playoffs, so. Any signs of Mary Madeline around Molyneux? A couple of good results over the weekend. Uh, Matt, what's your headline? Uh, I'm also going along an Easter theme. Oh, yeah. And I've gone for Christ! They've only gone and done it! <laughs> <laughs> but uh, finally, Ryan Molesworth, what's your headline? Just to play on words. Uh, Dicko leads Wolves into playoff party. Where's the plan? Where's the leads? Sorry, yeah. yeah. Party, party. <laughs> Dicko. Right, a good win though for Leeds. A back and forth game. Wolves. And it's... What? He said Leeds. Yeah. yeah. They, they played. Wolves. Said good win for Leeds. Good win for Leeds. You not watched the game? Yeah, I did. I did. No, I didn't. That's the podcast we do tomorrow. The Northern one. Oh right, yeah. <laughs> Yorkshire one. Four listen. Good win for Leeds. <laughs> uh, no, it's good win for Wolves. Four three. Back and forth, and it's that kind of form and that late goal that they're on the promotion running now, aren't they? Automatic or playoffs? We've we've called playoffs before. Playoffs, I think. Well, yeah, it looks like playoffs, but as you see, Derby looked odds on to to go on and get automatic and look how they've dropped after a few Burrow results. as well. Borough taking points. Absolutely. Watford yeah, taking well. points off them. So if if other teams are dropping points and Wolves keep keep get, picking up points, they're on a the run, aren't they? Yeah, they'll probably win again at the weekend. As yeah, well. is it, steady it, now, Josh. You've got <laughs> some good starts to the answer, so don't take any points off yourself there. No, I think they're. Uh, mind you, they're only they're just in that that sixth spot, aren't they? Don't, I don't just think the, any of us can call it at the moment. It's that mm. that tight. They might miss out altogether, but hopefully yeah. not. I don't think they'll miss out. I think they've got a good chance. They've of, got a good momentum. They've got goal scorers. That's and what you need. A lot isn't of championship it? teams haven't. So. Bournemouth. Uh, well, we yeah, keep yeah. saying Bournemouth are going to slip yeah. off, but obviously they beat Blues four two at the weekend. They just score goals, didn't they? Even at two 0 down, you knew that they were going to get. They were going to score. Well, actually, I, I don't think Will did because. He actually sent a video out. Oh, I did see that. Actually, out, yeah. We're gonna win eight nil. Yeah, well, uh, yeah. I actually sent that snatch out. Sat on the sofa, had a nap, and woke up and it was three two to Bournemouth. <laughs> so, so you're a big Birmingham fan then, if you can nap during the game. Well, yeah. previously I had a night out and um, paintballing had been occurred. So 
maybe a bit of physical fatigue, Ryan, yeah. as you can... Obviously felt yeah. comfortable at Tina. Yeah, yeah, thank yeah, you, Josh. That's more right, yeah. Bit of arrogance shown there. Bit of arrogance from the big man. Yeah. But where do we see Wolves on the after forty six games? Where do we see him? League position, Matt Collins. Uh, fourth for me. Oh, fourth. Yeah. Right up there, then, John. Sixth for me. I was going to say sixth. Will Big Big Willie B is going to go for fifth. Yeah. Yeah. Oof. Calling it now. Uh, so that sixth is where they want to finish because that's the team that goes up most. Yeah, it's actually. But the then they play third. I'm going to put it out there and say that they'll get the playoffs, but they won't go. Will they go to Wembley? No. No, Josh. No, will they I go to Wembley? I don't think they'll go. To Matt, Wembley. will they go to Wembley? Yes. I th- I'd, I'm gonna go with Matt and say they'll bloody win the playoffs. Oh, hey, Matt didn't say that. So stick, yeah, me and Matt both agree they'll be in the Premiership oh, so next year. Go to Wembley. Me and Matt both agree they'll be in the uh, Premier League. I hope they are. Will uh, easy six points. Oh, <laughs> I tell you what, there's a few white hooks coming in tonight. So, other stories from the weekend. Anyone want to chip in with that? We've got the Charlie Adam goal. We've got West Brom losing 4-1 at home. We've got Warsaw down the bottom. We've got Cheltenham down the bottom. Ryan, where, did, where are you taking me? Um, I'll tell, tell you what you want to talk about. You want to talk about that Charlie Adam goal, don't you? I did want to talk about the Charlie Go Adam on, goal. Tell them we had about a bit it. of a, bit of a dis- debate as to what the best goal was of the weekend. Which some fantastic strikes. Well, if no there. one's seen Charlie Adam's goal, which to us would beg a belief, just talk us through it. Well, it's basically... It's, just outside the centre circle in his own half 66 yards I think 66 yards and you I mean I'd, I'd try and strike a ball from there and might might get there I'll be honest sometimes bounces. I can't run that far sometimes but I don't know did it even bounce before it maybe nah. one, didn't even bounce before no. it went in but then so we were saying was it goal of the weekend goal of the season and I pitched him saying it's taking a bit of gloss off from me because of that Courtois hand that tips it, it in. It would have been nice to go straight I'm in. I'm not sure. I think Courtois might be disappointed with it. You reckon? Yeah. He's a bit unaware, isn't he? Because he kind of like pulls his hand across it. Yeah. He, I think if he'd have just... If you're travelling back at that speed, trying to... You're not sure when to actually go for it, are you? Mm. You're travelling back that speed. Yeah. Yeah. It does, like... Does shake your awareness, but it's 100 the goal, goal of the, the week. Well, he, think and he's got be. pedigree of doing it. There was a video surface oh, yeah, of him doing that. it for yeah. Blackpool reserves yeah. like many it, years ago. I can't actually remember seeing him try it against Albion. Yeah. yeah, for me, not goal of the season. Though. Goal of the weekend. There's more goal technically. The, Matt, Matt Collins, goal of the weekend. Midlands goal of the weekend. Yes. What about the? So we're going to move on now to West Brom one. Sorry, Josh. QPR four. Yeah. Bobby Zamora is left. Outside of the boot, fantastic goal. I I thought that trumped Charlie Adams. Person. For me, that Ryan shaking his head, but for me, that trumps Charlie Adams. There's possibly more skill involved in that. Whereas I'm not arguing that Charlie. Both Adams. left-footed goals, so let's go to a left-footed yeah. player. But there isn't really criteria set out for a goal of the season, is there? So. No, but there's not. I'm giving you free reign here to say. I just said some more. What I was just saying is that you can't. You could count on your on your hand the amount of goals you've seen like that. David Beckham, like Charlie Adam. In the Premier in the Premier League. Xavi Alonso. Xavi Alonso's wasn't as good. Rooney last year. Rooney's was very good. Budweiser advert. Budweiser, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Best Sunday League goal. Yeah. Best Sunday League goal. That Rabona Josh did down the Astro oh, turf. I'm still can't still, <laughs> still talking about that. But Josh, you were there at the Hawthorns. What's what went wrong? Uh well I think we started quite well. The first goal. QPR were really up for it, they were pressing us quite high. Yeah. First goal good strike. Second goal, I think, is where Pulis will be disappointed. Back post header from Charlie yeah. Austin. 
McCauley lose, switches off to lose two headers. Josh, perhaps his mind's still on that suspension because he's thinking I shouldn't really be here. I should have a three-game ban. Well, Dawson wasn't there, and Dawson normally clears up from the. Court, but as so. we've discussed in the previous show, if yeah. you listen, McCauley and Dawson they both should shouldn't play, be yeah. both and not be there. Well, we paid the price not having Dawson. Yeah, so he okay. normally clears up from the. Court. Okay, fair enough. And uh, and then obviously Zamora's goal, great finish. You can't do anything about that. And then. Joey Barton with an absolute screamer at the end as well. Well, that was a foul by Char- Charlie Austin, really. No, for but, me, uh, no, that's just I'm a tackle. I'm glad Malimbo did that to, to Barton. It wasn't Barton, wasn't it? Yeah, it I'm was. I'm glad he did that. Oh, I didn't see the tackle, actually. Was it bad? Joey Barton. Uh, elbow in the air. Yeah. What, the blatant? Oh, well, his I... arm was in the air and Barton jumped into him. No. No. <laughs> no. No. It was no. definite red. He knows what he's doing. I think I'm glad yeah, he did it. I think it was a yellow. It was really, really silly thing then to say. Also, talking about the plights of other Midlands teams lower down in League One, Warsaw is slipping perilously close to the relegation zone. Yeah, they had a, a good run for a while, Warsaw. Was that cup form distracted a, them? Probably. I've had been a, a couple of, um, of big injuries for them as well, but they're. Uh, doesn't take much to get dragged back into, no, into no. that, but then it only takes maybe a, a win or two to, to, to get away. I think that away, point so. yesterday was all right for him. Yeah, they'll, yeah, if they pick up points. Cheltenham went down to Stevenage one day. They got um, new manager Gary Johnson from Yeovil in to try and work some magic. I don't like Gary Johnson. No, mm-hmm. why not? Personal not story there. Arrogant. Is he? Beep. But yeah, is he? I don't like him from you know, when Blues played Yeovil. And they didn't kick, we had a big argument about that. Remember when they kicked the ball out and yeah. then they just, instead so, of throwing it back, he lobbed the keeper. Yeah. <laughs> Remember in the League Cup? Yeah. You don't remember, do you? No. <laughs> don't matter. You remember, don't you, Josh? I remember that, yeah. But, so, you see Cheltenham staying up, though? I mean, the bottom of the League 2, of League 2. Probably not. I, I, I think that they're a... All set. A, they're a, what are you going to say? I'm say I think that they're a Conference League 2 side, anyway. He's got... You sound trying that to the passionate fans down at Cheltenham every well, week, Yeah, right? those Robins, diehard Robins. Exactly. Down. Down. Mole? Yeah, down. Josh? Yeah, down. Yeah, well, down. So we're going to move on now after that. That's quite sad, really. We've got yeah, yeah don't want them to. No. Down! <laughs> <laughs> right, moving on. Now, Dion the Length Dublin has been announced as the new host of Homes Under the Hammer. Do we watch that show? Anyone frequent that? No, but what I'm wondering is what he's, what he's going to use for his hammer. Yeah, okay, right. Uh, but I want to know, not that, what other stars, <laughs> past or present, would make a good daytime TV host. They started every other round, so let's make no other excuses. Josh Mitchell. Oh, I've got a couple, couple actually. Well. Yeah, fly him in. Uh, I've gone for one for you know the sort of like police interceptors programs where they're pulling oh, over police camera action and stuff yeah. like that. motorway cops. I thought uh, seeing as he's got a bit of experience, I would bear he no. Yeah, nice job. Good shout. No personality though. You guys are probably know he. I did have a, a large soft spot for this guy. But uh, I think Pepe Mel might be a good presenter for Pointless. No, I, t- <laughs> I, t- like I tell you where Pepe Mel would be done that springs to mind. If he placed Gino De Campo and went in with Mel Sykes for cooking with Gino and Mel. Well, he actually writes a um, mystery novel, so I think oh, he yeah, might be a good choir. Yeah. Oh my god, yeah. yeah. Or, um, or uh, what's, the, um, what's the one with the woman? Inspector one. No, what's her name? Agatha Christie. No, the one with the old woman. <laughs> Miss Marple. Yeah, no. Oh god, she's in. Oh my god, I'll have to Google it. And Matilda. Oh, Rosemary and Thyme. No, <laughs> that's like that. It's like. It's set in America, like oh, not Forget it. Moving on. <laughs> Any more from you, Josh? Uh, no, that's it from me. Man. Ryan, who have you gone for? I'd quite like to see. I know he's Pepe and Mel. Oh actually, my god, I didn't even think of that. I forgot, Pepe I did and Mel. Actually have one other. Pepe and Mel. I thought uh, Alan Irvine could sneak back into Father's Day. 
Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Pepe and Mel, I'm just going to email that across <laughs> to the ITV staff. I thought that one maybe close to maybe transfer window in the summer. Go on, right. Bit of a wheeler dealer, maybe. Tony Pulis could be maybe be uh, the leader of, of Bargain Hunt. Yeah. Oh, Go, just going around the ground, yeah. seeing, little, uh, nice. seeing what he can get. And also, I'd quite like to see um, Mark Bosnich on Loose Women clear up. <laughs> <laughs> Got time for that. Matt Collins, yeah. I think we're going down a similar similar route now with you. Who are you going for? No, I'd also like to see Pulis and uh, maybe on uh, How to Look Good Naked. <laughs> <laughs> As I present. Just, um, just that, that fresh tracksuit and, and trainers that he's sporting at the moment. Yeah. Uh, but also maybe uh, Stan Collymore on... Um... Go on. Go on. Put us out of our misery. What have you gone for this week? Which, witty... What's no, the answer you going for? Strike it right. I haven't. Maybe, uh, maybe he, he seems to be pretty good at sorting out people's problems, so maybe uh, Jeremy Kyle. He does like to get involved with it. See that argument he had yeah, with Carl Henry get, uh, and George Ferdinand? Yeah. Carl. Yeah. Oh. Richard Chapman. Richard Chapman. No, see the argument um, <laughs> thing he had with Stan Collymore had with Carl Henry and. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's an idiot, isn't he? I'll tell you what, I think uh, Steve Clark, speaking of transfers, he could do Antiques Roadshow. <laughs> you get the old he boys always, in. He always got the old boys Did in. Right, right, good answers there. I've got time for that. Um, Birmingham City have now conceded 12 goals in two bloody games against Bournemouth this season. So what other Midlands teams have other bogey teams? Not boggy, as I've boggy. got a new run, yeah. running order. So I'm not, after, I'm not after poor pitches. I want bad teams. Josh Mitchell. Uh, I've gone for Albion Stoke with this one, Will. They do. Our friend Scott Richards is a big Stoke fan, and he yeah. does always seem to get one up on you, doesn't he? Yeah, well, Stoke fans, even when they arrive at the Hawthorns before the game's even started, they, they always, don't bother turning up because they, they never start singing, uh, We always beat West Brom. Oh. Does that get you yeah. rolled up? Yeah, it does, actually. Do you, do you spit right your bathems right. out aggressively uh, on the floor? Now, I've been a season ticket holder for quite a long time. Yeah, and six just, months now, so you. <laughs> Just a couple of weeks ago, it was actually the first time I've seen Albion beat Stoke. 1-0, Pulis. In, yeah. It's quite ironic with Pulis yeah. in charge as well, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. Um, but since 1988, they played 34 times. Yes. Uh, drew 10. Yes. West Brom lost 22 <laughs> and won 2. Blimey. Uh, that's quite, that's quite so a remarkable stat, really, isn't it? It was a team I used to dread playing. Stoke are pretty shit. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's not as if like Stoke had been world beaters for that time no. and were beating... They have yeah, got the difference though, Peter Crouch. Oh, that's why. Yeah. That's why. You're not thinking of that. I don't think it, the difference was Jonathan Watt, was there? No. Bloody hate Jonathan. <laughs> I reckon Josh would actually, if he had the chance, would kill Jonathan Walters. Josh, would he you kill? Him. Would you like to dispel that rumour now? Would you kill Jonathan Walters? Uh, no, but I didn't fancy him in our starting lineup on FIFA the other day. No. Well, no. if the viewers, uh, the listeners rather, want a brief insight of what we do on our Friday nights, <laughs> me, Josh, and Mole. Actually teamed up on the FA Cup on FIFA and with Stoke. And where was the furthest we got, Matt? Uh, fifth, fifth round. Fifth, fifth round. round, fifth round. Matt. One 0 defeat at Arsenal. Yeah. We didn't deserve it either. Tough draws. <laughs> no, very tough. Walters should have started. Conceded in the first ten minutes. Should have started Walters. Yeah, well, maybe we'll look to resurrect that in the future. Ryan, um, after another Villa defeat yeah. to Man United on the weekend, Aston Villa's record against Man United is actually abysmal but they they won 1-0 there in 2009 that was their first yes. since August 1995 bloody hell um, and their win ratio against Villa in the Premier League is actually just uh, is 6% which is actually beaten 
by Birmingham. So Birmingham's record against Man United it's in worse. the Premier League is, is worse. They I played was, them sorry. played them fourteen times and not won once. I always remember on a similar theme, it was in his own half, but Beckham scoring about a thirty, forty yard chip over Mike Taylor at Old Trafford. Yeah. I think it was a boxing day fit chip. Mm-hmm. Matt, who have you gone for? Uh, I've gone for recently. QPR. Yep. Been a bit of a bogey team for both Aston Villa and both West Bromwich Albion. Well, bringing on the, to tonight's form, it's until tonight, of course. Yeah. Aston Villa versus QPR. Where do we see that going, Josh? You see lots of injuries and suspensions. I think it's for really, Villa. really hard to call because they're at home. I'd probably say Villa edge it, but I wouldn't be surprised with a score draw. They've got a good strike force now, haven't they? I think QPR. Be, I think it'll be goals. Yeah. You reckon? Two-two. If QPR come out like they did it. Albion, yeah, they're they're higher confidence. Off. I think they, they have, have to come out like that, don't they? Otherwise, yeah. and that will give them a boost as well. Oh, nothing now. This but will be one of the fixtures out of the, the ones maybe they've got left to think that they could get maybe yeah. at least a point. From. I think they've, they've got Tottenham after that. Villa, yeah, I think whoever wins this could that could settle. You know, settled already. Oh. Well, no. Nah, if Villa win, I'd say I'm saying they'll stay up. But if QPR win, then it's all to play. Another big, yeah, maybe. Alright, lovely stuff. Bringing it back round to this weekend's action. Who was your player of the weekend? Josh Mitchell? Uh, I've gone for a, for worst player of the weekend. For me. Oh, I switched it round. I'll do what you yeah. want, mate. I'll just, uh, I don't bother with the running order next week. <laughs> and uh, I've gone for Malumbu. Came on 13 minutes. Didn't do anything. And then got sent off for elbowing Joey Barton in the head. Well, yeah. so he did some good things then. Yeah, but we we just got one back. We yeah. still had 15 minutes left. Yeah. And... Um, if you get one goal with ten minutes left, you've still got a chance at a point. You're gonna ruin that for. And he just completely killed the answer. I think it could have maybe gone for any of the uh, the Wolves forwards. Possibly they had a really good weekend, both winning away at Forest and uh, the game against Leeds. But I think Dicko had been been lively throughout. I know he's mentioned him, but he was uh, one of his finishes was fantastic. On the, the near post, one you thinking of? Yeah, he kind of thought he Power. could maybe carry on himself, but he didn't decide to hit yeah. a great finish. Watch the Forest game; it was really good. Matt Collins yeah. and I will go with Charlie Adam. Give him some credit. Yeah, some more credit for that goal. Uh, just having the the confidence to to hit that strike, especially against a, a world keeper fans. such as uh, top Paul three Tuller. goalkeepers in the world. Yeah, yeah. I agree with me there. I was pleased it actually mattered in the game as well. Yeah, yeah. Like, it wasn't a consolation goal. Is it like? It sees robot. Oh, that, I tell you yeah, what, I'll, 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 I'll put that down here. That the the goal was great, but the, the robot took robot. it away from it. Yeah. It was just a kind of half hearted Especially as we know, Kratz Kratz is robot. A bit disrespectful, yeah. if yeah, anything. Very terrible. Moving on to the next weekend's action, your tip of the week, Ryan Maltworth. I'm going to stick my head out, even though we've talked about Wolves. I'm yeah. going to say Birmingham are going to win. So against Wolves. Yeah, lovely stuff. Josh Mitchell. Uh, I'm going to go for Albion to win at home against Leicester Yeah, Jeff Astle there which will be there I'm yep. to get one of hand, hands on one of the replica shirts as well uh, yeah it'd be nice if but they not did. by going on the pitch and ripping off a player's back it'd be nice if they did produce some replicas yeah, uh, yeah. get your emails in yeah. Mole where are you going I'm going to go for uh, both teams to score in that game yeah alright I'm going to go for Blues to win 3-1 against Wolves <sighs> T- no, it's a silence and a stun silence. I tell you why. So we got Blues three one and because if we get them BTS, yeah. so it's no, no. But you put them on separately to cover your backs. Okay. So maybe not, not not on Acker singles. Yeah, singles. Get your singles out because uh, a three one well, Blues win gets you a lot of money. I reckon. Villa will lose as well. Yeah. Oh, against what if you go Tottenham. Tottenham. Yeah, I think Tottenham will win. But I think Wolves will be pressing that much. We're good on yeah. the counter with Damari Gray. 
lots of pace and acceleration. What are we going to finish with? We'll tell you what we're going to finish with. Do I not like that? It's based on the famous Graham Taylor speech. Josh Mitchell. Uh, so there's been a few interesting refereeing decisions recently. There always is when you're involved, isn't there, Josh? Uh, I'm not 100% sure on Malumbu sending off. It was a bit soft for me. Nah, uh, blatant red. It was, assault. He was doing the wrong thing. For me, he can join Dawson and McCauley and being on the, uh, the three game back. The fourth goal was definitely a foul by Charlie Austin. For me, again, Josh, you're talking out your trip on Gareth <laughs> McCauley. But what I could not believe Go on. watching Go on. some French football at the weekend oh, bonjour. was referee Philippe Cout, oh. who books one player yeah. and the player comes over to him. And I can only describe it as a forearm smash. What, to the ref? No, the ref does that to the player. What's it? <laughs> yeah. Did you get sent off? And it was... Uh, Go on, what you got It was Lance Adam Kalibali. No, I, better, he, I want a better... Say that again, better pronunciation. Adam Kalibali. You're better, thank you. And he, he literally just got smashed by the ref. Did he? Yeah. On, on purpose? Well, it looked like it. Bloody hell. But... So Josh has gone continental with his ref watch now. Really like that. Yeah, it's nice. Joe. Nice to see I'll you. Just I like how he covered his back with a couple of Midlands links in there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> French. But. Maybe we could see Josh really pushing as a presidential candidate for FIFA in a yeah, few more I'd, years. I'd vote for him. Yeah, yeah. Back Paddy Power have actually given me a quarter of a million. Yeah, but they have. <laughs> Mole, what you left you speechless? Well, Will. Or what did you not like? I was playing in a. Oh, yet another semi-final this Sunday yeah. afternoon. It's what you do, Matt, at this time of year. It's why you're it's so busy. Business end. Business. And um, we're playing against a, a big new rival of, rival of ours. Yeah. Who have uh, been winning everything this season, been winning every pretty much every game they've been in. Yeah. Except, Will, oh, that is, God. until they've come up against us. Yes. And um, that's uh, three times we've played them now. But what was the most memorable moment from that game? Ben Stamford's goal. Oh, I'm getting there. <laughs> yeah, well, we've got to get out of here. Come on. <laughs> okay, so I'll bring it to this week. It was a semi-final. Yeah. Um, massive game. We'd already beaten him in a previous semi-final. Yeah. And that was um, on a penalty shootout. So it's 1-1. We still haven't beaten him in 90 minutes. It's 1-1 in the 85th minute. We're winning 1-0. They equalise. It's 1-1. Our centre-back has to go off to work. Our best centre-back. Yeah. Arguably. <laughs> Okay. Defensively, yeah, he leaves the field. Oh we God. switch around the, the team. Yeah, I'm gonna drag this out as long as I can. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going. <laughs> anyway, um, we rally as a team, um, and we we keep going. Six minutes to go. He looks destined for a penalty shoot. Yeah. and there's uh, can you edit this out? Yeah, they're really, they're on top. They're on they top, much on top, and they're they're pinging the balls in and we're just defending like Trojans oh my god <laughs> anyway we, we finally get out and we oh, take the ball down and we get a corner so we throw our centre backs forward look you're taking away from Rice time there anyway ball gets swung in yeah it's a, a clearance our, our centre back for some reason is on the edge of our on the edge of their box back to goal takes it on his large thigh it sits up lovely. I don't know what he's thinking, but he, he, I mean, he doesn't think. Hits it on the on the spin, and it's just flew into the top corner. I mean, uh, one of the one of their players said that he'd, he'd need a crowbar to get it out. What <laughs> stuck up there was it? And uh, yeah, it was, um, epic the, scene. Yeah, I mean, all the fans went absolutely mental. <laughs> all 
13 of them. No, nearly as many as this, this podcast, actually, isn't it? Yeah, almost. Ryan, I think it's the same people, actually. Yeah, probably is. <laughs> Ryan, what left his features? Uh, well, I'll have to be I'll, quick. I'll, so I'll, I'll, I will be quick, but as you've mentioned, I was on a stag do on the weekend, um, and uh, the stag was well, royally stitched up, and we actually had the usual stripper that came in. Now, I'll show you boys a no, picture that you might have as well, but I thought she... At first glance, it just looked like a. Gee. It just looked like a fat version of Dick Advocat. <laughs> but uh, Dick's fat already. <laughs> but uh, the, it, it it was horrific. That's all yeah. I'm going to say. Oh. It bored me for a while. No. Oh, that's even worse. A while. Well, okay. Um, oh, she not. has got two breasts. I did, <laughs> I did not like that. Well, and um, what left? What I did like actually was we've just come back off a golfing trip. The 17th, I've had a stinker all day. I ping this one down, Matt, and just talk him through it. Drag out as much as I can. <laughs> yeah, well, it, there was only one club he was hitting well all day, really, and that was your that was your driver. Yeah. And so we got to 17th hole. It was a par three. Down Lengthy. It was 207 yards I made it. 220, actually. When I paced it out. <laughs> um, anyway, he, he stepped up and he, he said, oh, I'll have one more go. And he's hit one more go. Do you have a go? On that no, I'd, I'd well, he, sat he, the last he almost hours. given up, really. <laughs> so. But he he smashed the middle out of this club, and the ball's like a like an arrow. Honestly, I, I we didn't we think at one point through, it was going yeah. in, and it was going pin seeker all the way towards. The, <laughs> never deviated. It was going towards the pin, um, but unfortunately, pitched on the green, but. He hit it too well. Yeah. And it just sat right up and, and dropped. Six foot away from him. So obviously on for a birdie, but four putted it and came <laughs> up with a bogey. Right. Best score you had all day, though. Brilliant. Best score you had all day. Good show this weekend, guys. There's only one winner for me this weekend. This week, sorry. And that's me again. So that's a two winning streak for myself. And <laughs> uh, no, I'll find out next week who's won if you really care. Uh, what we're going for is a Twitter at MOTR podcast. Josh, what's the yapper? At me. <laughs> And join us next week for more action. Thank you, Mole. Thank you, Will. Congratulations, Josh. Cheers, Will. And well done, Ryan. Yeah. (laughs) We'll see you next week.